coming up. Can I just interject here? Take that, Adolf. And that man a banana. I'm being really militant today. I lived in that house. It's a euphemism if ever I heard one. I'm a builder, you know. Medium skinny latte, not too hot, about 120 in a takeaway cup. I wasn't expecting that, I'll be honest with you, Mark. Oh, I see. Oh, I don't know, darling. Too right, Squire. Oh, that's a lovely oomph there. And now, enjoy the podcast. How do you say that? How do you say that? How do you say that? How How do do you say say that? that? Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That? Sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk The podcast for voiceovers, podcasters and anyone else with a professional interest in how your script should sound. Let me introduce my co-host Samantha Boffin. Hello Hello. Sam. Hello. Uh, (laughs) Now today's fun fact about Sam is that she was once a kitchen maid in a small castle in Scotland. I was. Wow. I was for one crazy summer and they <laughs> before they employed me and it, I was employed by if anyone remembers um MFI Yes. The furnishing people. Indeed. I was employed by Mrs. Mullard of Mullard Furnishing Industries. Oh. And uh, she owned a castle in Scotland. And uh, wow. I was... Uh, yeah. It was because uh, her secretary lived over the road and I needed a holiday job. Fair. And um, now I'm a vegetarian. And uh, yes. I then later discovered, or oh, when I got there, I discovered that I was a kitchen maid for the grouse shooting season. Oh. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, I've got a lot of stories about that particular one. Uh, I, I was eventually taken off kitchen maid duties. That's one if you see Sam uh, out and about and you buy her a gin and tonic, she'll tell you the stories, yeah? <gasps> oh, yeah, there are a lot, there are saucy stories from that one. Uh, <laughs> it was very good. It was, a, it was a fun, fun holiday job, like something out of Agatha Christie. <laughs> exactly. Well, and my co host is Mark Rice, who always likes the same order from Costa Coffee. Go on, mm-hmm. tell us what it is then. Medium skinny latte, not too hot, about 120 in a takeaway cup. Oh, my God. Do you always go to the same Costa? No, no, no. It's it's the same order wherever I go. Well, of course, it's not just us here. Every week we invite a voiceover guest to come and share their opinions and their talent, Mm -hmm. of course. And this week it's voiceover and very famous copywriter Bruce Fielding. Hello, Bruce. Hello, chaps. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's lovely to have you here. It's lovely to be here. Oh, Bruce. Well, look, let's find out a little more about Bruce. He hasn't lived a quiet life. I love this fact. He once blew up buildings for a living. (laughs) It's true. Excellent. Well, you've also rented out deck chairs and you've helped explorers reach the North Pole in a rowing boat. Wow. But of course, mostly (laughs) he's worked as an advertising creative. His background is an advertising copywriter and that serves him well in communicating messages with, oh, I don't know, Bruce, just the right amount of sell, I would have thought. (laughs) Yes, I I think so, because it's really hard to work out exactly how selly stuff needs to be. You used to have to be able to put yourself in the position of the of the buyer. So whether I was doing whether I was doing ads for um, Rivita, where you were looking at sort of putting yourself into the when I was like fourteen stone, when I was quite skinny, <laughs> and I and I was trying and I was trying to advertise this stuff. Oh, there, I have some very good Rivita stories, probably similar to the <laughs> stories that Sam has about her shoots. <laughs> Although, if you buy Bruce a gin and yes, tonic... I'm sure, a, anyway. I'm sure he would. <laughs> These days, Bruce voices corporate narration, documentaries, e-learning, and explainer videos, and lots, lots more. So, what is your fun fact, Bruce? Well, I've had a lot mm. of good facts there. What's your yeah, fun so fact? Far. <laughs> you know the lady in the van? You know the... Um, yes, Alan, Alan, Alan Bennett. Alan, yeah. yeah. I lived in that house. <laughs> no. Yeah, the house they amazing. filmed in. That's the house yeah, they filmed in. Yeah, they wow. actually filmed in that house. And they used <gasps> one of my cars in, in, that, in that film, so the red one. And oh, um, so, so I, cool. yeah, so after I moved out of my house bef- between flats, Alan said, I, I live next door to Alan. And he said, just come and stay in my house. 
So I did. That's and I amazing. played with his BAFTA. <laughs> a euphemism if ever I heard one. Indeed, absolutely. And I, and I frankly think on that note that we ought to have a look at the first script of the show, to be fair, and ask, how do you say that? Play, how do you say that? Now, Mark, you mm. have been working on this first script recently, and it yep. looks... It looks a lot like a local radio commercial. Exactly so what right. You, what can you tell us about it? It definitely is a local radio commercial. Um, it's one of those twenty-seven pound and five p ones <laughs> that we do a lot of. You know, whatever it is now. This is a it's a window firm. They said they would quite like estuary if possible, right. but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force that. But it is if you put yourself in. They they wanted it being a builder. Oh, that's right up my street, love. Right (laughs) up my street. I thought you'd love this. Right then. (laughs) Hello. I'm a builder, you know. Actually, you do get some quite posh builders, don't you? You do. You can. (laughs) So I'm going first. All right then. Right then. Okay. At Box Trade Windows, we deal purely with the trade. And the trade get the very best price guaranteed every time. Like bespoke composite doors, manufactured to any design in over a thousand colours from only £450. Secure by design option, available for new build. If you're in the trade, visit our trade counter at Colonial Park, Emperor Road, Northampton, or go to boxtradewindows.co.uk. Lovely, lovely. Uh, my, my note would be probably twice as fast, please. <laughs> yes, well, of it's, course. It's one of those. <laughs> yes, it's one of those, is it? I, I, I put so. myself off. I wasn't going fast enough anyway, but I did put myself off because I did a very posh like. <laughs> yes, like so in the middle like. of the estuary, yes. I went, guaranteed yeah. every time. Like. That was spoke. really lovely. It was soft estuary. That was great. Do you guys have like a cab driver voice? I think you oh, might I be able to hear mine. No, I've got a bit of a cab driver <laughs> exactly. voice. Lovely. But that, Lovely. mind you, that's a bit stereotypical. They're probably very posh cab well, drivers no, I mean, out there. Well, no, when you're sitting in the back of a cab oh, and you're I talking see. to the driver, oh, I see. you kind of, you, this, this, like, yeah. I, I have a fairly poshish voice and my voice sort of like drops down to being yeah, like cab driver too. voice yeah yeah absolutely oh. and, and and also that that typical question that comes out going so uh, what time do you start today what time do you knock off it's like, it's yeah all of, all yeah. of that hey no, the bloody road works everywhere oh, yes God. totally exactly yeah. right <laughs> yes i think we've all got one of those yeah. so that was lovely that was lovely sam i yeah i think slower and i i think you could probably almost go even a, even a bit more um sort of estuarine Oh, um, yes. You know, I, I, no, is that, is that a term, estuarine? It is now. Bloody hell! <laughs> Never heard of that. I, I will. I will. I will put that in my in my book. So a bit more, a bit estuarine. Yeah. Um, bit I'm going to believe Bruce in that because Bruce is a wordsmith. So if he says it, if he says it's a word, it's a word now. <laughs> so Bruce, it's your turn for box trade windows. I'd like to hear how how your estuarine does it, if that's okay. My my, my back of the taxi voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. At Box Trade Windows, we deal purely with the trade, and the trade get the very best price guaranteed every time, like bespoke composite doors, manufactured at any design in over a thousand colours from only 450 quid, secure by design option available for new build. If you're in the trade and have ready cash, visit our trade <laughs> counter at Colonial Park, Emperor Road, Northampton, and let's not worry about the Batman, or go to boxtradewindows.co.uk. Nice. <laughs> adding a little adding a little touch in there. Now interestingly, Sam went four hundred and fifty pounds yeah. and you went four hundred and fifty quid. Because it yeah. is not specified and it was not specified by I the w- client. I ah. was tempted to go quid. I went with quid in the end. Did you? Yeah, I went with quid in the end and that's what that's what was in the commercial. But um oh, cool. but mm. 
but it's one of those ones that I didn't ask. I think I probably did uh, take with pounds and pound. Yeah, probably. Pound. Pound. Was it a live? <laughs> was it a live session? Did they direct? No, it you? wasn't. It oh, wasn't. Okay. No. Okay. So yeah. I sent them. I sent them three different kind of versions. I think it helps having lived in Northwest London pretty much my entire life that I could. I can yeah, kind of put on a Northwest. Northwest yeah. London is fine. Exactly. I'm gonna say it was a bit more. I did it a bit more estuary than that. Even and they more, kind of. It was. It was blokey, blokey, jolly estuary kind of. Oh, you were cheeky chappy. Cheeky yes. chappy. So shall I? Shall Nothing. I show you? Shall I show you? Yes, yes. please. Do your cheeky chappy. At Box Trade Windows, we deal purely with the trade, and the trade get the very best price guaranteed every time. Like bespoke composite doors, manufactured to any design in over a thousand colours from only 450 quid. Secure by design option available for new build. If you're in the trade, visit our trade counter at Colonial Park, Emperor Road, Northampton, or go to boxtradewindows.co.uk. Oh, that's a lovely yeah. off there. <laughs> like your you windows. Moving, moving along nicely, wasn't it? Yes, I, th- yeah. I think I, yes, I, I, yeah, I can see... The gulf between what I did and what you actually did uh, for real. Yeah, no, that was great. Speed was. I mean, I think it's Lots interesting that energy. they asked for that. It it, it yeah. is stereotypical, of course it yeah. is. And and you know we all hold our hands up and go, oh no, that's terrible. That's not that's not that's not the 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 realism that everyone wants these days. But just occasionally you get a script through where they don't want the realism. They they want the but archetypal. It's sort builder. of it sort of is real in a in a funny sort of way, isn't mm. it? it? It's like if, if you were if you were talking with a far, with a fast talking Cockney. You know, it's yeah. like, look, I've got a deal for you. It's a really good deal. I'm not going to not going to lie. It's, it's it's a bit, you know, it fell off the back of the road. It's got a few dents on it, but it's great. <laughs> exactly. It's always quick. Yes. <laughs> it is always quick. It is always quick. Yes, very much so. <laughs> so it is worthwhile remembering that these are real scripts. They're real scripts we've been real working scripts, on. Yeah. And we've changed the names and some details to avoid copyright issues. All right. Indeed we have. Yes, Two right exactly. square. <laughs> exactly. That was awful. I'm so sorry about that. I apologise. <laughs> I, I apologise profusely. <laughs> Well, Bruce, your script's a bit different because rather than work with one that you've voiced recently, you have brought in a script that you wrote a number of years ago for a very, very famous advertising campaign. What else can you tell us about it? This wheat com- this company that, that produced flour came to us as an agency and said, we've got this flour to sell. How, do you, how can you sell flour, wheat, uh, bread, all sorts of things? Yeah. And, they, and then we, we went into the bread that they made. And um, we thought, well, there's only one difference between, you know, this bread and kind of like your sun, sun blessed and all that stuff, which mm-hmm. was around at the time. Your mother's pride. Your mother's, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your nimble. Remember. Yes. 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 <laughs> nimble. nimble. Absolutely. Yes. Slims, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a chat to them and said, well, okay, tell us the story of Allenson. Who, who, is it named mm-hmm. after somebody? And they said, yeah, it was named after a doctor who was uh, firmly believed that um, wholemeal, be- wholemeal bread had more stuff in it that was better for your health. Right. Right, and okay. And nobody believed him. And he oh. decided to set up his own mill, making his own wheat and therefore baking his own bread. And Brian Glover was the original voice of this commercial, wasn't he? Yeah, that Brian, Brian used to be, uh, he, I mean, he used to be on Tetley. He's famous for things like Tetley. Yes, Tetley too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. Um, and he was in Kez. Um, yeah. He did the whip some whip bread commercials, like mm-hmm. very very northern uh, chappy. He was actually a, an actor and a part time wrestler. He, yes. he wrestled <laughs> under the name of Leon Arras, the man from Paris. The man from Paris, exactly. Now, wow. interestingly, when we talked about stereotypical estuary type voice, Brian Glover was he was like the archetypal 
northern voice, wasn't he, at that point? Hey, up. Oh, I, yeah. oh now, can, <laughs> can, can I just interject I know here? that you're not happy with this, Sam, this, are you? No, not... not uh, well, it's just that... The that, generic northern the thing. The generic northern yeah. thing is... Um, I, mean, I mean, and it, it, this is Yorkshire, isn't it? Yes. I, and, and I'm going to embarrass myself later, of course, because I'm, <laughs> we're going to have to kind of dive into this script. But the, oh, yeah. The, 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 there are so many different Yorkshires as well. There I are. Mean, there are. You know, did, yes. did that... Did that matter back in the day? Uh, I don't think people got upset about it. Um, I think, you know, the Hovis commercials were kind of out there and saying that you know, northern, northern, northern bread was, was the bread to have. So yes. I think, you know, So that wasn't some, what, I, what I'm thinking is it from, from the point of view of the advertising agency, was that something that you, that you um, were worried about? It, it wasn't sort of like, darling, no. I'm sorry, he's not from Leeds. We can't possibly, you know, it, no, oh, it, okay. it, it wasn't that kind of thing. But it was just okay. like, let's let's get a really well-known voice who's got a great yep. uh, sort of rustic, earthy yeah. uh, accent that works really well with, 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 with the bread. So yeah, um, the cast, I mean, I cast him. So I must have had a good reason for it, yeah. and it was only mm. it was decades ago, but I, so I can't remember exactly. But he was he, he just seemed right for the for the for the brand. I am itching to have a go at this one because I remember this commercial so well, um, and it is it's, it's beautifully written, but it is written in northern language, so so it's all there. The, the th apostrophe industrial revolution, the twer, yeah. the win now. It's it's all there, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. So shall I have a bash? Please do. Okay. Right then. Now here is a short recitation about a man who won fortune and fame by making a reet special flower. Tom Allenson, that were his name. For just after the industrial revolution, all but he were for bread as white as snow. They thought it were purer than wholemeal. But young Tom in a loud voice said, No, yon white bread's all right, that I'll grant you, but you've taken away some of clout. Wholemeal's better all told for young people, cause it's bread that's had nout taken out. And now over a hundred years later, it's been proved beyond reasonable doubt. To a Tom Allenson's thoughts that were proper, and bread's better, we're now taken out. Very nice. You got the um <laughs> You got the, you absolutely got the rhythm. Absolutely. <laughs> Only just got there in the end, yeah. But um yeah, did 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 it <laughs> Because let's be honest, it's going to bother me massively when I try and do that. Did it bother you at all that you were having to do a kind of God Northern? No, because I get asked to do that quite a lot. Really? And you're, yeah. you're, you're shameless, are you? Cause... I am shameless, absolutely. <laughs> yep, you're right. I'll often put it in as a, as a second or third audition read as well. <gasps> really? Just to give it a bit oh, of difference. You're braver than me. You're so much braver than me. What do you think, Bruce? I thought you did a very good job. I, I wrote it based on the, the I don't know if you know the th- I think called the Lion and Albert, yes, uh, by Stanley Holloway. You know there is a famous yes. seaside yeah. play school Blackpool that's noted for fresh air and fun. That one, yeah. So it, it's written in that meter, right? I think you did a very good job. Brilliant. Thank you. I tried. Well done. But I think you did, no, did an excellent. Were you running the the music in your head at the same kind time? Kind of. Was, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It was. It was very, not so much visualization, but whatever. Whatever that is when when music is in your ears. Yeah. Very much so. It, 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 I can't. I can't see it. I can't even read it without that music. I'm sure. In my wow. head. Yeah, very much. Sam, mm. you know you've got to have a go, don't you? I do, and I, <laughs> I just want to put out a public apology right now <laughs> because I feel that I need to embrace the, <laughs> some kind of approximation to the Yorkshire accent. But I do apologise right now, everybody. <laughs> I, I'm not as shameless as my co-host. If you're listening in Sheffield, right. we apologise. <laughs> so. Right then, well, I've got to get into this somehow. 
And uh, right, and I hope my husband does not listen into this. Right then. Now here is a short recitation about a man who won fortune and fame by making a right special flower. Tom Allenson, that were his name. But just after the Industrial Revolution, all but he were for bread white as snow. They thought it were purer than wholemeal, but young Tom, in a loud voice, said no. Yon white bread's all right, that I'll grant you. But you've taken away some of clout. Wholemeal's better all told for young people, cos it's bread that's had now taken out. And now, over a hundred years later, it's been proved beyond reasonable doubt. T'were Tom Allenson's thoughts that were proper, and bread's better when now taken out. Boom, boom. Lovely. Now, you took some of your natural depth of your voice out there, and you went slightly lighter mm. with it as well, mm-hmm. Sam, I noticed mm-hmm. that. And yes. that really worked beautifully. It did. It worked really, really well. Mm. Interesting that you said wholemeal. Wholemeal's better. Wholemeal. As opposed to what? Wholemeal. 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 Well, yes. Wholemeal. I... Mean, I, I, I Let's go back to my caveat. <laughs> I'm not a Yorkshire woman. Fair. Because I, I know that I've written, I've written it mm. as, as wholemeal as with a W. All but, meals. Yes. Uh, all meal. Take away yeah. some of the clout. All meals better. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, obviously, nobody would ask me to do that in reality. But if I was doing... <laughs> me no, either. No one in their right mind. But if I was doing... Uh, you know, if I was in a play that demanded a Yorkshire accent, say... Yeah. Yes, exactly. or Or maybe... Uh, a part of a book that maybe there was somebody then I would work quite hard mm-hmm. to get it right but um, but uh, yeah I thought it was nice Sam you're beating yourself up and you absolutely don't have to well no. I, be- I, it's because I truly believe that if you're going to get somebody to do an accent don't get them to do an accent actually choose somebody that's from the area that's why it's called acting yeah but that uh, is this yeah. the, the voice equivalent of sort of like getting somebody who's not from a certain country uh, sort of a black actor or an Indian actor yeah. to do a, um, a script yeah. in a black or Indian yeah. uh, accent yeah you just say of... no just yeah. say no <laughs> guys but I gave it a go you did, you did. and it was lovely <laughs> you did very well the great thing about writing these things is that you have you just have to cast it and sit behind a piece of glass of course you do, do but we're going to make you do it now <laughs> and, and you you cast a Yorkshireman yes, yes, exactly. yes exactly exactly so yeah okay yeah okay. right then our Bruce I've, I've got Brian's voice running in my head. Which is, so in which case, you'll be brilliant. So I'll, I'll do it exactly as Brian <laughs> yeah, Please do. Yeah. Okay. Now here is a short recitation about a man who won fortune and fame by making a right special flower. Tom Allenson, that were his name. For just after Tindustrial Revolution, all but he were for bread white as snow. They thought it were purer than all meal, but young Tom in a loud voice said, No! Yon white bread's all right, that I'll grant you, but you've taken away some of clout. All meal's better all told for young people, cos it's bread that's had now taken out. And now, over a hundred years later, it's been proved beyond reasonable doubt to a Tom Allenson's thought that were proper, and bread's better, we're now taken out. Lovely. I mean, yes. I mean, and and to be fair, because you're so familiar with it, um, the the rhythm was beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and I, I have to confess, I'm not and I'm not um, familiar with it at all. But what I thought was fantastic, and what I didn't do, and I don't think listening back, Mark did either, um, is get that passion in young Tom's loud yes, voice. Agreed. I think mm. you you absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, you you made 
and that comes right in the middle, yes. and that really lifts the idea of it. It does. You know, yep. to, to get somebody as passionate as that, and I, I totally didn't do that. I was so worried about the... Client you know, made the... me change it, actually. I, I've, no. I've, I've now remembered it, that your white bread's all right, that I'll grant you, but you've taken away some clout um, because they made other, other stuff. Because I'd originally written it, but you've taken away all its clout. And they, they, uh, they, right. they take okay. all its clout yeah. away, and some of went back mm. in. Interesting, but I but I remember the 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 pictures now because you see Tom and it's it's Brian's voice voicing what he is mouthing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 If I can find the original on YouTube and rip it off, I will put it in the show right here. Now here is a short recitation about a man who won fortune and fame by making a right special flower. Tom Allinson, that was his name. For just after the Industrial Revolution, all but he were for bread white as snow. They thought it were purer than oatmeal. But young Tom in a loud voice said, No, the white bread's all right, that I'll grant you. But you've taken away some of clout. Oatmeal's better all told for young people, cos it's bread that's had nout taken out. And now, over hundred years later, it's been proved beyond reasonable doubt. To a Tom Allinson's thoughts that were proper, and bread's better, we now take out. How do you say that? Right, so that's how we did the script straight. Well, straight-ish, I guess. Uh, but now it's the section of the show where we almost see that anything can happen. Tears to laughter and everything in between. It's the wild card section. So let's see Uh-oh. if we can approach hooray, these hooray. scripts in a completely different way. Oh, please, oh, Bruce, God. can you pick one of the scripts for me, please? <laughs> I'm so excited. And think of a new motivation for me. Well, I think of I think box trade windows. Okay. 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 And I think you should do it in an incredibly posh voice. (laughs) Yes, just completely opposite. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Ah, well, yeah, um, yeah. You see, I I will take issue with that, Mister. Oh dear. I'm 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 being really militant. (laughs) You're on your soapbox today, aren't Um, you? (laughs) Because uh, you know Yorkshire is there's there's posh everywhere you go. Posh Yorkshire. You know what he meant when he I said do. posh. I you do. know that. Okay. <laughs> right then. Okay. All right then. At Box Trade Windows, we deal purely with the trade. And the trade gets the very best price guaranteed every time. Like bespoke composite doors. Yes, we can manufacture to any design in over 1,000 colours from only 450 of your good English pounds. Secure by design option available for new build. If you're in the trade, visit our trade counter at Colonial Park Emperor Road, Northampton, or go to boxtradewindows.co.uk. I love that. Do you know it reminded me of Linda Snell from The Archers? So if there are any Archers fans (laughs) listening, it was very Linda Snell. (laughs) <laughs> Marvellous. And that is a compliment. That is definitely a compliment. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> oh, that I like that. Yeah. That was really nice. That was fun. I mean, you could almost, you could almost get, go like completely sort of like not opening the mouth at all and just kind of oh, you keep, could actually, keeping yes, a, light, a light smile on, right. just talking the whole time <laughs> yes. without actually doing anything. Like Margot Ledbetter. Oh, Margot. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I could have done a Margot Ledbetter. You're absolutely right. And oh, I love that. Exciting. I love that. I am going to suggest one for Bruce now. Uh, Bruce, I'm going to get you to do the Allenson script, but I'm going to get you to do it in a different way, which might mean that it takes all of the rhythm out of it. Can you do for me, I was thinking, could you do like an excited monkey? 
Blimey. Ah, okay. no, I wasn't expecting that, I'll be honest with you, Mark. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the excited monkey. Okay, uh, I think I might turn down the game a bit for this one. <laughs> yeah, it might be a good idea. <laughs> if I'm being really honest, I was thinking more cartoon monkey. Cartoon monkey. Oh. Okay. All right, right. here we go. Cartoon okay. monkey. Here we go. Uh, now, now, here is a short recitation about a man who won fortune and fame by making a right special flower. Tom Allenson, that were his name for for just after the Industrial Revolution. Oh, banana. <laughs> oh, oh, but he were for bread, white as snow. They they thought it were purer than wholemeal. But young Tom, in a loud, loud voice, said, no, 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 no. Your white bread's all right, that I'll grant you, but you've taken away some of flour. Whoa, whoa, Homer's better, all told, for young people, because it's bread that's had no taken out. And now, over a hundred years later, it's been proved beyond reasonable doubt to a tolerance <laughs> source of a proper, and bread's better with no taken out. Nice, nice. Hand that man a banana. <laughs> I am so impressed that you had the chutz part to do that. I know. I, I had in my brain that you good. were holding a banana. It, w- yeah. it did work. It really worked. Did, did you did you did you change your stance at all during that? Just I, I, I'm into visualization. Did you visualize? Did you move? I can't remember which which monkey it is, but I, I had that uh, that sort of like classic cartoon monkey in my head. Absolutely <sighs> nice. Brilliant. It worked. It worked. Right. Let's move on. Okay. So what I want you to do, Mark? <laughs> yes. I want you to do vintage news reader. Ah. Now the obvious one, one to do exactly. Ah. Now you see, the, I think vintage news reader. Ah, you see, uh, my my initial thought was box trade windows is more mm. difficult, but actually, I think it would be more difficult to do Tom Allenson. Yeah, I think you might be right. Do Tom Allenson? <sighs> okay. Because I like to really stretch you. Yes, indeed, absolutely. <laughs> okay, how am I going to get into it? The Duke and Duchess of. Now here is a short recitation about a man who won fortune and fame by making a right special flower. Right. Tom Allenson. That were his name. For just after the Industrial Revolution, all but he were for bread white as snow. They thought it were purer than wholemeal. But young Tom in a loud voice said, No, yon white bread's all right, that I'll grant you. But you've taken away some of clout. Wholemeal's better all told for young people because it's bread that's had nothing taken away at all. And now, over a hundred years later, it's been proved beyond reasonable doubt. It were Tom Allenson's thoughts that were proper and bread's better with nothing taken out. I thank you. <laughs> Take that, Adolf. <laughs> I loved the fact that you didn't, even though we'd spoken about it, and you're absolutely right for vintage news readers. They wouldn't ke- have done it. Keep they? it all on the, on the, you know, you know, on a sort of similar track, don't they? Yes. So I like the fact that you didn't then lift the no, yon white bread's all right. You, you, you kept it all yes. in a very, very, you know. Yes. I had my way. dinner jacket on and everything. Yes. Very <laughs> you, you good. Could, you could almost see the black and white with the with the bits of hair in it. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, of course, my friends, if you want to play along in the privacy of your own booths, we've put the scripts in the show notes and you can have a try for yourself as well. You can. And we would also love to hear from you if you have any wildcard genres you'd like Mm. us to have a go at in a future episode. So you can DM Mark or myself on social media or just comment on the How Do You Say That posts or email if you prefer. It's podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. So then, to our voiceover question this week, and it's inspired yes. by Bruce being here. Ooh. What's the th- as a kind of writer? Uh, what's the thing you love to see in a script, and what do you hate? I like to see it well written, <laughs> I mean, and that that happens quite rarely. Well, that that is true. That that is very true. 
<laughs> we all don't like that bit. Yeah. I think I like to see that there's the enthusiasm. I think I like to see that the the writers actually keen on what they're what they're advertising. Uh, one of the things I, I I mentor at the School of Communication Arts, so I teach young copywriters, and I'm very keen on given my current profession, very keen to get them to read out loud what they're doing and and actually sound as though they care. Yes, which is which is given this kind of like this conversational read. It, to do a script that sounds like you care in a voice that sounds like you don't mm. is quite tricky. I've thought of what I like to see and what I hate to see in scripts. It's like I like to see punctuation. I don't like to see no punctuation. Um, but you, but you get it a lot. It, you get a lot of scripts where punctuation is literally all over the shop. Yes. Mm. Ellipses all over the shop. And does that put you off when you read it, or do you? No, I have to go mark it up for myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I generally ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. You get a script through, and it's like, oh, really? Who who on earth wrote this? I had one this morning, uh, which literally put a full stop in the instead of a comma. And so I so in my first read that I did, it's like I came to the end seeing the full stop, and then realised that it wasn't a full stop at all, (laughs) and had to go back and do that again. That was annoying. Yes, teaching teaching people grammar and and punctuation and stuff. I, th- I don't think anybody does it anymore, do they? I don't think it's yes, in school anymore, is they it? Do. Is <laughs> it? You old farts! Of course they do. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they do from the scripts that we get. No, indeed, indeed. <laughs> what about you, Sam? What do you like to see well, in a script? script? Well. What I like to see in a script depends on, I suppose, or it's more crucial if you've got a directed session or a non-directed session. Yeah. Because in a di- and and it also depends what the script is for, and whether there's any upsound in it and mm-hmm. all of that. So I obviously I wrote and have written thousands of scripts, mm-hmm. and the thing with promos is that there's usually upsound in promos. Yeah. So you're wrapping the words around the upsound. So you've got to, so Mm -hmm. what I want to see in a script is that they've left the right amount of time for you to say uh, what they need you to say, but also that on the script, they have specified the outwords that are your cue, because by the time you get into the actual voicing of it, you're not really watching. You've got half an eye on it, but you're not really watching the promo itself. You are Mm. so concentrating on the script that you need to know what your out words yep. are. And if they are inaccurate, you're fucked, basically. <laughs> yes, you and are. if they haven't left enough time for, say, the tags, some of the tags are tiny, some of the tags are really long. Yeah. If they haven't left enough time for the tags, again, you're fucked. So what I like to see in a script <laughs> is accurate stuff on the page if I'm doing a if I'm doing a, a, a live read to picture. Yeah, I always ask people to, to make... To, if, if, if it's a 30-second commercial... I would also say write it for 20. Oh, God, yes. yes. And, if only people yeah. listened yeah. to that, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, quite. Well, I'm, te- I'm teaching the young ones coming through to do that. Well, so good. It, it might not be in our lifetime. But, so yeah. that we've got a bit of breathing room. Exactly. Uh, well, yes. uh, let me say a huge thank you to our guest, Bruce Fielding. Uh, thank you, Bruce. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've loved it. It's been great fun. <laughs> what else are you going to say? Because we're both right here. Uh, we, <laughs> it's been bloody terrible. You guys have just been having a crack at me. Yeah. We'll put all your details in the show notes. Do not panic. Yes, absolutely. And remember, the easiest way to listen. You love this. This is Mark putting I this do. in because he loves yeah. Alexa. I wrote this bit. Remember, everybody. Uh, the easiest way to listen to How Do You Say That is to say to your smart speaker, Alexa, play How Do You Say That. Alexa, and- play How Do You Say That. <laughs> but 
Of course, you can also subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and the latest episode will magically appear on your device every Friday. It will indeed. We also love reviews, so do please leave a few words on Apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined. Yes, and that is it for the Militant Podcast this week. <laughs> Thanks again to Bruce Fielding for being a superb guest. Thank you, Bruce. Yes, thanks, pleasure. Thank you both very much. <laughs> and lots of gold in there, really. Lots of yeah. gold about the script writing. So tune in next week for more scripts and another fabulous voiceover guest. This is the bit where we do it all together when we'll be asking... How, how do you say that? How do you say that? that?